Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Live on SEN Track. Welcome to Breakfast with the Kiwis. Kickstart your day of racing. Have breakfast with the Kiwis. Head to loveracing.nz. Hello and welcome to Breakfast with the Kiwis, ahead of another huge weekend of New Zealand racing. Willem van Denderen with you, and as always, the CEO of the Waikato Racing Club is with me, Butch Castles. Welcome to the program. Yeah, good day, Willem. How are you doing? Yeah, really well, thank you, mate. We've got a huge day at Pukekohe Park tomorrow with two Group 1s, the Bone Crusher New Zealand Stakes and Sistema Stakes, and also the Group 2 Auckland Cup. But before we get there, and before we welcome in Warren Kennedy, your reflections on New Zealand Derby Day last Saturday, please. Yeah, look, it was great to see uh, the best horse get the job done, sharp and smart. Uh, you guys know him well over that side of the Tasman, of course, winning the spring champion and running second in the VRC derby. He uh, hit the front pretty uh, early in the run to the line and was able to stave them off. He's a very good horse and he'll be seen to good effect in Sydney, I have no doubt about that. Uh, good undercard as well, Babylon Berlin. She got the job uh, done and she deserved to as well after running, running three group one seconds and she'll hit across the Tasman for the William Reed stakes as well and uh, look, she's uh, right on top of her game so yeah great days racing and uh, a very good winner of this year's New Zealand derby okay without further ado let's turn our attention to Pukekohe Park tomorrow where jockey Warren Kennedy has a great book of rides Warren welcome to the program uh, hi gents how are you doing uh, thanks for having me on again g'day Warren Butch here and it seems to work the oracle when you we have you on you tend to have a good day out so let's uh, hope it can work again at Pukekohe Park Race one, you ride to Aveline, and look, uh, she was really good uh, last time, winning for your compatriot Craig Zaki, who's headed home, and you uh, pick up the ride here. Yeah, uh, she was a very good win last time. She only got uh, a split really late in the run down the straight, and she looked like she was going to win going away. Um, just the draw is a bit of a, a tricky one, but um, we'll see what we can do there. She's a filly that will definitely be finishing strong in the race. Yeah, 1,800 last time, uh, 2,100 on Saturday. You would have spoken to uh, Roger and or Robert. And uh, look, uh, just looking at her, it doesn't uh, appear that the 21 will be a problem at all. No, I don't think so. You know, the way she won her race last time, like I said, she looked like she was, gonna, she was winning going away. She only got a split late and uh, she looked like she was going to win going away. So I think the extra 300 won't be a problem. This uh, is uh, one resuming for uh, the Cambridge stud team for Brendan and Joe Lindsay. Uh, this one trained by Lance Noble at the farm there at Caraca. Flame Bird in race two we speak of. And uh, look, she's shown enough from a limited career to be given a chance in a fresh state. And she did win a trial recently. Yeah, she, she's actually doing really well. I, I don't know her too much as a racing filly, but um, in her work, she's well within herself and she, her work's been really good. Um, she seems a bit one-dimensional, but um, from that draw, she'll be easily to get out and, and go forward with her, and uh, she's got good speed, so hopefully she can hang on. Mm. Race three looks easy. Well, it certainly doesn't look that for looks easy in race three. Yeah, <laughs> a difficult one. Um, lovely little finish, done nothing wrong, real or place, and uh, look, um, it is a tough, tough race. Um, 
need a bit of luck there, but um, hopefully we can get a placing. I think uh, this is a nice chance in race four, the Royal Descent Stakes. Cool change. You won on Cool Change a few starts ago here at Tarapa on a soft six track. Look, been rain uh, Pukekohe today. There's a bit floating around, so you'd think the track had come up somewhere in that range. And look, her run for third last time was pretty good. Yeah, it was pretty good. Um, she's like she's also done nothing wrong with her form. Really solid. Um, the only doubt I have is the mile. She's a she's a funny filly. She she kicks up when you really don't want her to in the in the running. Um, so hopefully they go a decent enough pace where she can settle off the, off the pace slightly and and she'll come with a good run. Yeah, she has uh, the the. Um She's only had the one start at the mile and, and she didn't have uh, a lot of luck uh, at Tarapa that day in the Rich Hill Mile. So as you say, if she can get the right second, second and uh, got the good draw and a little bit of rain won't worry him. No, absolutely. Uh, lovely ride to get. Um, yeah, like I say, his form speaks for itself. He's done really nothing wrong. Um, obviously a big chance in that field. Uh, and uh, blinkers go on as well and that can tend to just sharpen them up a little bit, can't it? Yeah, absolutely. Race 7, uh, here's a one for, uh, again, Brendan and Joe Lindsay, the Cambridge stud team. Habana looked really good winning two in a row. Uh, last time had to carry a big weight uh, and uh, didn't do a great deal. But if it can find that form that saw it win two in a row at Pukekohe, that would be good enough to be very competitive. Yeah, it will be. A um, bit of a disappointing run last time at Tarapa. We were maybe talking it down to uh, the weight and a bit of the track that uh, didn't suit him. Um, he's a lot better than that run for sure. Um, hopefully back at Pookie, you can now, uh, with a bit of a longer run, in, he'll, he'll enjoy that and uh, hopefully he'll put his earlier form there and that gives him a big chance. Yeah, unbeaten two from two on the track, so that'll certainly uh, uh, give him uh, a uh, positive uh, spin towards that. Righto, race eight, one of uh, the features. You uh, rekindled uh, your association with Defibrillate, who you were a successful group one on Boxing Day. Uh, look, uh, good run went fourth last time, and uh, he's just such a genuine sort of a horse, isn't he? No, he is. He, he really he hardly ever runs a bad race. He always gives it his best. Um, yeah, uh, his last run didn't go to plan. The pace slowed up and he was a bit fierce, obviously a bit fresh from the break between races and uh, after taking to the lead where he's never been before. So it was a, a genuine run. He, he kept fighting all the way to the line. Um, beaten by Sharp and Smart, who we all know how good that is. But um, look, he's a genuine horse. He'll, he'll give a good run. He's obviously got a lot of weight to shoulder, but um, he's a big boy. He can handle that. Yeah. And look, where do you ride him in a race like this? So tactical weight for age racing, isn't it? Uh, doesn't look at an enormous amount of speed in the race. Is, is he one that can just be planted up there? I think I'd like to be just off the speed one out to, to watch what the speed is doing and then make a decision. Um, yeah, the weight for age races, the old adage is you can give weight, you can't give start. So um, best plan for him is probably... I'm about fourth or fifth in the running, and uh, he also takes a little bit of time to unwind, so you don't want to get caught flat-footed uh, if they don't go at genuine speed. So you want to get going in pretty early. Um, so, yeah, up there, fourth or fifth will be ideal. Mm. Yeah, he's got to be uh, right in the mix uh, as well. Race number nine, well, this is the uh, money race on the card, the Barfoot and Thompson Auckland Cup. You ride the favourite, and she has been favourite for quite some time. She's been simply outstanding this preparation, winning uh, four of her last five, her last three in succession. You've come up with the uh, tricky gate again, though. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, you know, those staying races, we've got, I think we're jumping away from the 14. We've got quite a bit of time before we get to the bend. Um, I don't see the draw being a real problem. Uh, pace looks to be fair. She's a filly that's really done nothing wrong with prep, like you say. She's just improved leaps and bounds, and every every question we've asked her, she's answered and answered convincingly. So um, the step up to the 3-2 is obviously uh, on everyone's mind. Will she, will she see it? Um, but the way she raced last time with me, she absolutely spat a bit out there, and she just lobbed around. It gives her every chance of seeing it out. So I'm pretty confident she'll see it out. Light weight on her sh- shoulder. Um, she's got to be the horse to beat. She's a deserved favourite. Yeah, she sure is. Just uh, talking about that last time, late in the race, she, she she just wandered around a little bit. Was that because she was just out on her own and the, and, and she was sort of just stargazing a little bit? That's what it looked yeah, like. Exactly. It didn't look like she was worried about uh, going a bit further. No, no, no. It was absolutely just stargazing a little bit. She was having a good look around and just started to float around a bit that last bit. Um, nothing around her. Um, yeah, she, she just... She, she did really well, and if I really rode her really hard to the line, I think she would have tipped her mind of the job. I sort of slacked on her a little bit because she had the race in the bag. But, um, yeah, it's just a bit of looking around. It wasn't anything that she was battling to see the race out at all. And she's got that uh, bonus that if you look at her wet track form, if that rain did come, uh, it's no problem at all. But she's just as good on top of the ground as well. So uh, she's so adaptable. Yeah, absolutely. She's a tough little mare, and... Uh, none of the tracks worry her. She can. She handles anything. She just takes it all in the stride. Um, so it can pour. It can be sunny. We, I'm not really worried about anything. <laughs> it's a good way to be. Right over the last uh, Brian Lamont. He's there and thereabouts. So always Brian Lamont, uh, without uh, having uh, being able to get a win of late. But uh, he's uh, looking a really competitive race. Probably not the worst. Yeah, not the worst. Need a bit of a bit of luck just to just to turn his tide of, of not being able to win a race. But um, that is very competitive, really tough uh, way to end the day off. Um, hopefully, the race goes runs nicely for him, and he can he can put his best foot forward and maybe run into a place if he's lucky. He can get a win. We'll be doing our best. Mm, righto, looking at them, maybe the best of them, Aquacade. Would you be in that camp? Yeah, I think Aquacade looks looks the best of mine on the day. Um, Followed closely probably by was like freeze frame. But um, yeah, we, we, we're sticking to our guns. We're going with the big race, Aquacade. We've been prepping for, for, for this race and uh, let's hope it all pays off. Yeah, for sure. She gets in with the lightweight. She's wonderful form and uh, cops any tracks that's thrown at her. Thanks for your time, Warren. Good luck get out there. Safe riding and we'll catch up with you at Pukekohe Park. Cheers, only a pleasure. Warren Kennedy there. All the best to him tomorrow, particularly in race nine. As you said, there, Butch, the uh, the money race. He's on the favourite, but does have a tricky draw. Stick around on the other side of this. We'll be joined by Mark Walker. He's got chances tomorrow at Pukekohe Park and Trentham. You're listening to Breakfast with the Kiwis. Loveracing.nz, your home of New Zealand thoroughbred racing news, previews, reviews, profiles and more. Welcome back to Breakfast with the Kiwis. Great to chat to Warren Kennedy there. Our next guest is Mark Walker from the Teakau Racing uh, Stable. He's got runners at both Pukekohe Park and Trentham tomorrow. Mark, welcome to the show. Good morning. G'day, Mark Butch here. Right, let's get into it. Busy day again. Race one, Amalfi Prince gets up to a middle distance, and I suspect that's what he's been looking for. Yeah, he's just been unlucky with a lot of wet tracks this season, so... 
I think if the track's all right, he, sh- he should run well first time back over ground. Race two, Mark, you're uh, three-handed in this and all uh, chances as well. Threw them from the top, insatiable. Gee, was good at Taupo. It's turned out to be a really good form race. Pretty promising son of all too hard, this. Yeah, we, we quite like him, Butch, and a uh, little bit of a tricky draw, but I hope he should work that out pretty quick, I, I would think. Dignitoza, number 10, was good in resuming at uh, Wanganui, and look, it showed enough uh, as a two-year-old as well. Maybe just uh, come right this preparation. Yeah, I think we've just got a feet right, that's the key to her, and if that rain did eventuate, she handles a bit of cut in the track as well. And number 11, off to the nunnery, was good when winning. Uh, up to 1,200 probably suits uh, now. Yeah, so she missed a run uh, with a wet track the other day, so uh, gets a chance in this field, I, I thought, definitely. Insatiable, the best of the three, though, you think? You'd think so on paper, anyway. Mm, right out to the first of the group ones, the Sistema Stakes, and you put the saddle on one that's looked uh, extra special. He's won four from four. Uh, he's shooting for five in a row. Opie Bosson uh, back in the saddle, and geez, a dollar fifty-five into a dollar thirty-five. Uh, quite remarkable, really. But he has uh, shown so much, hasn't he? Yeah, he has, and quite an unassuming sort of horse. He certainly doesn't set the world on fire on the training tracks, but he just saves his very best for race day, which is uh, a great attribute to have. He's got an electric turn of foot too, hasn't he? Just exactly what you want in a two-year-old. He, he seems to just sort of doddle along, and then when they ask him to go, he really can quicken. Yeah, that's right, and seems to handle all track surfaces as well, so... Uh, that's not a major concern if it did get wet. You been happy with him uh, in the week? Yeah, very happy, yep. Mm. Right, out, race number six. Uh, again, three uh, runners in here. Number one, freeze frame, ultra consistent. Yeah, and he gets blinkers on, so I think he'll be a genuine each-way chance for sure. It's business time. Opie chooses uh, to ride here, and she was really good in winning here at Tarapa. Yeah, she was. That was a mile, so she's in the same sort of grade with a bit more weight, but just drops back to 14, but I don't think it'll pose too much of a problem. And Almanette, uh, she was uh, well back to at uh, Matamata last time. The form before was good. Maybe the wet track might have tripped her up a little bit. Yeah, I think it was, Butch, uh, but she's got a wide draw tomorrow, so I'm just going to do the form this afternoon and just have a good think about what other options are available. Mm, Righto, race seven, uh, synchronised. Gee, she was uh, electric resuming on Boxing Day, winning here over 12. She's gone two good races since. Gets out to 14 with a lightweight. Uh, looks pretty good chance to me. Yeah, I, I agree. And she races well at Pocky, so no, she should be there when the whips are cracking at the end. One of the features, uh, the barefoot and t- oh, no, let's go back to the bone crush in New Zealand stakes. Campionessa, gee, she's come uh, a long way, this preparation, Mark, and she was super in running second to the very good three-year-old Sharp and Smart in the Herbie Dyke. Yeah, so, no, she's come, as you say, a very long way. I think she started the season off and is rating 75, and she is up to a weight for age company, so... No, she's grown another leg this season, um, and uh, she'll run well again.
2,050 metres, is that sort of right in her wheelhouse? She'd been good at a mile, but the way she ran out the 2,000 of the Herbie Dyke, uh, looks like that might just about be her pet distance now. Yeah, interesting. She won a 2,500 in the spring at Rickerton, but I think around that 2,000 metre mark is pretty good. Although she won a mile fresh up, pretty good as well. So a pretty versatile sort of, sort of a mare. Yeah, genuine race mare, absolutely. Uh, race nine, the money race on the day, the Barfoot and Thompson Auckland Cup, two runners. A leaderboard, who was the upset winner of the Wellington Cup with rain on the day. If it happened to be rainy again on the day, then he'd have to be a chance again. Yeah, he, he needs it pretty heavy, though, uh, to really... I think there's better horses in if, if the tracks doesn't... Well, it doesn't look as though it's going to get heavy, does it? No, but they can get it wrong, those forecasters. Uh, and Soprano Supreme, yeah. uh, he's uh, down, or she's down uh, with the minimum weight of 53 kilos, but would need to turn her form around a little bit. Yeah, exactly. And she grows a leg in the wet as well. So that's really what those two need, wet track mm. in this sort of company. Yeah, for sure. Righto, Trentham, you've got some runners. Sands Dute in the first looks awfully hard to beat. Yeah. Interesting, they have had the rain there and that could end up a heavy track if the forecasters do get it right for once. Uh, so that'd make it interesting. Mm, Shalar and Arish, Arish in race two, 1,000 metres. Uh, they'll go quick even if it is wet. Both of them suited to the trip. Yeah, well, Chalo likes to get out and make his own luck, whereas Arish, Arish, better from off the speed, so... Uh, but if it's a wet track, both of them, I actually looked up their wet form this morning. They've got a bit of wet form, so uh, no, both should run pretty well. And in uh, one of the features, race seven, the Fusion Electrical, Brando and Marcus Aurelius. Gee, Brando's turned a corner. Yeah, he would play cards with him for 12 months and he won every hand, but I've won the last two, so hopefully it's three after tomorrow. Mm, 1,600 metres up too, uh, no problem with him. Yeah, no problem. He can run out strong 16. And claiming with CL Butler. And Marcus Aurelius, if he put his best uh, foot forward, he's a he's a Copeland's winner, so the mile ideal for him. Yeah, yeah, he's getting a bit old in the tooth, a few aches and pains, so a uh, wet track mightn't, mightn't be too bad for him. Right, you've got plenty of runners. What's the best of them? Oh, well, the obvious one's... Tokyo Tycoon, but I think Arisa Reese, I think, will run pretty well with a bit better odds. Good on you, Mark. Thanks for your time. Good luck. Thanks, Butch. Cheers. Bye. Thank you to Mark Walker. Thank you to Warren Kennedy. And thank you, as always, to you, Butch Castles. Have you got uh, one for us in the next 10 seconds? I like Insatiable of Marks in race two. I reckon if it's not too wet, he'll be awfully hard to handle. And how's Tokyo Tycoon keeping, obviously? Uh, ah, gave well, you let's some hope great... he can keep, <laughs> keep getting the job done, eh? Sounds good to me. Thank you very much for joining us once again on Breakfast with the Kiwis. Enjoy your racing across Pukekohe Park and Trentham.